Hello and welcome to another episode of the Average Joe Football Show. I'm your host, Joe Fair. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of our mystery guest's favorite football no podcast. Way. That's right, our mystery guest. Stay tuned to the to the latter part of the podcast to hear <laughs> our mystery guest. I'm joined, of course, mm. of course, by my illustrious producer, Joe Thiessen. How's it going, my dude? It's going good. I'm actually glad that you brought up our guest host. I actually, he actually told me yesterday that he actually prefers mic'd up. Really? Yeah. So. Mm. All right. Uh, well, looks like it'll be his first and last podcast. <laughs> Make sure, obviously, you listen to the Stupid Mic'd Up podcast with Billy, Nick, and Mike. Um, everybody loves their podcast. They talk about football uh, and all that fun stuff. Uh, make sure you, you know, follow them or whatever. But no, <laughs> make whatever. sure that you you listen to the Mic'd Up podcast. But yeah, we have a special guest for you guys today. Uh, we're going to keep it a mystery for now. Uh, we actually pre-recorded that part and it was good. It was good. Really enjoyed it. A lot of good football stuff. A lot of fun banter. Mm. Uh, really enjoyed it. So make sure you guys stay tuned. Uh, and we'll, you know, when we start talking about the games, we will introduce our mystery guests that we've been hyping up uh, this whole week. But Joe, how have you, have you been? Have you been, Joe? I've been actually pretty splendid. Yeah? Yeah, I've been That's good. good. That's good to hear. I'm excited for our episode today. Uh, me too. I just, uh, you know, I'm feeling feeling good. Feeling good. It feels good to be back. Both of us, back. both of us struggled uh, with with sickness this week. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're legally allowed to talk about this the because weekend, of yeah. because of COVID uh, happening. I think we're fine. I think we're okay. We were both very sick this yeah, week. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I we were recording last Tuesday. Uh, I felt sort of tired, uh, but but overall fine. I leave here. I go home. I lay down on the couch, and I could feel myself getting sick. I could feel it taking over my body, and then I was bedridden for two days, just yeah. real sick. And that uh, was yeah, that was that was on Tuesday night mm-hmm. last. So whatever this is on Thursday, but last Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. And then I found out Wednesday that Joe was sick, and then I was like, oh, oh that sucks. Yeah. Hopefully, I don't get sick. And then fr- and then <laughs> I was I was fine actually until Friday. Friday, you came back to work, mm-hmm. and then I was like, it was lunchtime, and I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> I'm getting sick. I Here think. we go. <laughs> like, uh-oh. And then anyways, I went home, and then uh, and then I was like, this is fine. This is fine. I'm good. <laughs> I had some Advil, and then yeah. I, uh, and then by the end of the night, I was throwing up. So. Yeah, oh, good. <laughs> yeah. And that's always how sickness starts. You're like, no, yeah. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. It's probably nothing. It's just in my head. Yeah. And then it's not in your head. Exactly. Except for sinus pain. Yes. Um, which was yeah. a thing that we talked about. Oh, 100%. It, the, the, the pain. The pain of the sinuses, that your eyes hurt so much you can't even look to the side. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, but yeah, we were both deathly ill this week. Deathly ill. Um, and it's good to be back. It's the healthiest I felt since the last time we recorded this yeah. podcast, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So. You know, good. I think to... you need to get sick every once in a while. Yeah. Because whenever I get sick and then I'm and then I feel better, I always feel stronger. Mm, you know, I feel yeah. better. I don't know why. I feel stronger, happier, more appreciative of mm-hmm. where I am yes. in life. One hundred percent. Yep. Uh, but you know, we won't beat around the bush too much. We have a loaded episode today. We have our guest coming in. Uh, we're gonna talk a couple games with our special guest. He's gonna give us some hot takes. It's getting cold outside. You're putting your jackets on. Our guest is going to give us some takes to keep us warm through the winter. Some steaming hot takes. Uh, You know, why don't we just jump straight into the games uh, from week 14. A really fun week. Uh, Some games were disappointing. We also had potential game of the year this week, Joe. Unless you have something else that you want to talk about before we jump into the games. Uh, We'll try to go through them a little quicker today. Like I said, we have a loaded podcast today but joe you got anything else you want to say um no okay perfect then hit the music joe first up on thursday we had the rams at the patriots and like i said we're gonna try to move through these games a little quicker because we want to get to our special guest because he's the star of the show today but the patriots get shellacked on Thursday Night Football by the Los Angeles Rams, 24-3. to Cam Akers has himself a day. 29 carries, 171 yards, 
That's 5.9 yards per carry, people. Jared Goff played fine. The Los Angeles Rams defense sacked uh, Cam Newton six times. Cam Newton was eventually benched. He's not playing well right now. Uh, the New England is not playing well right now. They're done. They're not making the playoffs. They tried to get uh, people excited or scared, you know, that they were going to crash the playoff party. But that's not going to happen. A good win uh, for the Los Angeles Rams and a, a season-ending loss, finally, for the loss before the uh, new, wow, New England Patriots. Uh, they finally, finally die. And then on to the next game, and it is the Texans at the Bears. You're wondering, why are you talking about this game so early? This game is boring because our boy Mitcher Bisky came back. He got himself a dub. That's what I'm talking about. Bisky is back. We're back in business. Bisky business. We're back in Bisky. Back in Bisky. We're ba- I don't know. I was trying to do like another <laughs> play on words somehow with like whatever. But Bisky played actually really well in this game. 24 for 33. 267 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Allen Robinson had 123 yards through the air and a touchdown. He is awesome. Uh, And then you had David Montgomery going over 100 yards. Deshaun Watson played well, uh, but he just cannot do it by himself. And I'm just going to say, ever since they put Mitch Trubisky back in the lineup, uh, the Chicago team, the Chicago offense specifically, is playing a lot better. Uh, And and, and they they showed that in this game, picking up a 36-7 shellacking that's right two back-to-back shellackings uh as the bears uh put a beating on the houston texans then we move on to the next game it's the titans at the jaguars and you know what why don't we just go three shellackings in a row that's what i'm serious three shellackings 31 to 10 victory for the tennessee titans derrick henry is going mad he's a mad lad as they say uh, in Europe, I believe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You've never even been. I've never been. I've actually been in and Europe. And I'm fine if I don't. So. You you had a layover in Europe. I was actually, I went to Paris. Man, okay. it was nice. All right. So Derek Henry. I don't know if I've ever talked about that on the, pad, on the podcast. I hate the way that, that he's to, rubbing his chin. That and, I went to. Um, and he wants to go on a huge monologue Europe. about Europe. Yeah. It was I'm tr- cold. I'm trying to move on. It was rainy. You know who Beautiful. one of the kings uh, in Europe was? King Henry, uh, which is actually Derrick Henry's nickname. King Henry had 26 carries, 215 yards. 215 yards, Joe. How many fantasy points did he freaking score you this week with those 215 yards, two touchdowns? He's looking to go over 2,000 yards this season. Uh, he just about had 2,000 yards on a, in this game alone on a terrible Jacksonville Jaguars team. 36 points. Woo! 36 points from King Henry. El Tractor Cito. Runs all over the Jaguars. Gardner Minshew was finally back in this game after Mike Lennon was lost. He looks to be starting the next game, but it did not matter in this game as the Titans are rolling with Derrick Henry, and this is his time of year. Who knows? They could sneak back into a potential AFC championship if Derrick Henry keeps rolling the way he is right now. And then on to the next game, and it's the Cowboys at the Bengals, and we have Andy Dalton getting a little bit of a revenge game in the fourth straight, shellacking. It's a nut, it's a shellacking spree here. Are you shellacking I'm me with that? I'm not shellacking you with this. The Cowboys defeat the Bengals in Cincinnati. Andy Dalton's return to Cincinnati, 30 to seven. 30 to seven. Andy Dalton finishes 16 for 23, 185 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Uh, Brandon Allen plays. Like you expect Brandon Allen to play. Alden Smith had himself a 78-yard fumble recovery for a touchdown. And like I said, dominating victory for the Chicago Bears. We're not going to talk about this game too much because it's two teams uh, that are basically irrelevant at this point. Cincinnati just wants this this horror to end. Uh, and, and Dallas most likely is cooked as far as the NFC East goes anyways. And then on to the next game. And you know what? Let's do it. Five straight shellackings to start the show. This was what kind what? of a week it was. It was a week of shellackings. And this one was a 40-3 to shellacking. The, Seah- the Seahawks defeat the 0-13 Jets. Russell Wilson finishes 21 for 27, 206 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. Chris Carson has 76 yards. Sam Darnold played 
I mean, as well as you can play on that New York Jets team. Uh, get right game for Seattle after they dropped that game to the Giants. And the Jets, you know, Sam Darnold came out this week, said he wants to be a Jet for life. And I would say aim higher, you know, aim higher with your goals in life, Sam Darnold. Uh, you can maybe succeed elsewhere, but a huge win as far as the score goes for Seattle. And will the Jets win a game this season? Uh, it's looking less and less likely the further we go on. And then on to our next game, and it's the end of the shellackings. This one was actually kind of close. It was a Broncos playing the Carolina Panthers. It was a 32-27 victory for the Broncos. Drew Locke played well in this game. He played really well, almost enough to potentially give them hope to maybe bring him back another year. Uh, 21 for 27, 280 yards uh, and four touchdowns. No interceptions. Really good uh, day for, for Drew Locke. Most touchdowns he's ever thrown in a game. Teddy Bridgewater played okay. Uh, basically, he was our average Joe of the week. We don't really have one for this week, but if we want, we can give it to Teddy Bridgewater. Didn't do a whole lot. KJ Hamler had two catches, 86 yards and two touchdowns. Both these teams have a ton of young talent, uh, but D Denver's young talent shined brightly in this game at times. And then on to a game featuring two teams that just refused to win, and that was the Falcons at the Chargers. The Falcons dropped the game 17-20 to the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, Justin Herbert finishes 36 for 44, 243 yards, two touchdowns, an interception. Uh, Matt Ryan has three picks on the day, 224 yards, and a one of those picks was a devastating game loser. Justin Herbert was driving late uh, in this game. He threw what looked like a game-losing interception uh, in field goal range for the Chargers. Matt Ryan then leads the Falcons back into field goal range, throws what looks like a game-losing interception, and then it turns out to be a game-losing interception. So the Chargers and Falcons, two teams that don't know how to win, one of them, I guess, had to win this game, and that was the Chargers coming out on top. Then on to the next game, and it's the Washington football team versus the San Francisco 49ers. Washington walks away with a 23-16 victory over the San Francisco 49ers. Washington defense played crazy good in this game as Alex Smith got early got hurt early, rather, um, the Washington defense stepped up. I mean, they had one interception, 11 passes defense, two forced fumbles, four sacks, and two touchdowns. Uh, a Chase Young 47-yard fumble return, and also a pick six uh, by a guy with the last name Curl. Never even heard of this guy before this week, but congratulations to him uh, getting a pick six. This was a, a huge domination by this Washington defense that can take over games and they stay at six and seven at first place in the NFC. So right now they're still a playoff team there in Washington. Then we have the Cardinals at the Giants, another NFC team and NFC East team rather. Uh, but this one loses 26 to seven to the Arizona Cardinals. Daniel Jones looked overmatched in this game. He did not look ready to come back from that injury. He finished 11 for 21, 127 yards. Uh, no touchdowns, no picks. Uh, Kyler finished 24 for 35, 244 yards, a touchdown, uh, no interceptions. He had 47 yards on the ground. DeAndre Hopkins has another big game, nine receptions, 136 yards. But the big story in this game is the Arizona defense getting eight sacks in this game. Hassan Reddick, a guy who has been an afterthought as a first-round pick, he had five sacks in this game. Five sacks. That's insane. Good job for Hassan Reddick. Good job uh, by this Arizona Cardinals team beating a, a Giants team that looked hot the last couple weeks. And then on to the next game, and it's the Vikings at the Buccaneers. And the Bucs coming off a bye week. They get a big victory versus a surging Vikings team. 26-14. Dalvin Cook started off hot. 22 carries. He finished 102 yards uh, and a touchdown. Kirk Cousins played pretty well. Uh, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers shut him down when they needed to. Uh, Tom Brady played okay. He only had 196 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Ronald Jones had 80 yards on the ground. Uh, but the Tampa Bay defense had six sacks of Kirk Cousins in this game. Two fumble recoveries. They gave Kirk, Kirk Cousins just hard enough a time to walk away with a victory as Tampa Bay uh, recovers well uh, off of their bye week and continue uh, to win games at 8-5. and five. 
And the Vikings, not dead totally, but they have a big matchup this week uh, against Chicago. Uh, need to win that game to keep their playoff hopes alive. And then we move on to the Packers at the Lions. The Packers walk away with a much closer victory than I thought, uh, but it was 31 to 24. Uh, Aaron Rodgers finishes 26 for 33, 290 yards, three touchdowns. He might be the MVP front runner with, uh, we'll talk about Patrick Mahomes kind of struggling in his game, kind of struggling, but uh, early on he struggled in that game. But uh, Aaron Rodgers has not struggled in some time now. He's playing really well. Stafford, Matthew Stafford got hurt in this game, uh, and it was pretty much a wrap after that. Uh, the Green Bay Packers pick up another good win. Devonta Adams just every week, it seems like he has at least 115 yards and at least one touchdown. That's what he had in this game. So a big division win for the Packers. It might have been closer than they were expecting, but the Packers now take over the number one seed uh, in the NFC with, like we'll talk about in a little bit, uh, the Green, with the New Orleans Saints uh, dropping a game to the Eagles. So that's the Green Bay Packers now the number one seed in the NFC. Moving on to the next game, and it's the Colts at the Las Vegas Raiders. And the Colts walk away with a 44-27 victory. Another disappointing loss for the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, the Raiders just literally, you know, have not won a single game that they've needed to win down the stretch to get them into the playoffs. And I would say they're about as good as cooked at this point, especially with the Ravens uh, winning this week and putting themselves right back into playoff contention. Uh, I would say that the, the Raiders' chances at uh, making the playoffs are extremely slim uh, to virtually none. But the Colts played uh, a, a good overall game. Jonathan Taylor has come into his own the last couple of weeks. He had 20 carries, 150 yards, and two touchdowns all on my bench in fantasy this week. So shout out to Jonathan Taylor. Philip Rivers uh, pitched in 244 yards through the air, two touchdowns. Uh, and the Colts stay tied for first uh, in the AFC South with the Tennessee Titans. That's going to be an interesting race there down the stretch to see who wins that division between the Colts uh, and the Titans. But uh, yeah, a disappointing loss uh, for the Las Vegas Raiders uh, as they fall to 7-6 and six and virtually... Uh, falling apart here at the seams. Also, I just realized that I won this week in fantasy again. No way. Did you see it? In the consolation round, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, it does. Uh, it's... Wow. Well... See, uh, I didn't check fantasy all week. Mm. But I'm, I, I'm uh, glad that you're choosing now to check it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. Don't worry this about is it. A great, this is a great thing. It's great. Um. Wow. That's good. And... Um, <laughs> you interrupt me for a reason or actually I interrupted you because i wanted to uh speak about our guest oh we're having on our show uh, you're talking about uh philip rivers and jonathan taylor yeah philip rivers and jonathan taylor yeah Very and our, good. our next guest has something alike uh or uh shares similar qualities to this mm. uh to these guys and uh <clears throat> and and in what in what terms exactly so, without further ado joel dick everybody joel dick our good buddy joel Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, please don't call me Joel Dick. Joel Dick. <laughs> That's really awful. Oh my goodness. I hate that name. Oh man. Shout out Manitoba. I'm, I'm really sorry that uh, that my illustrious producer uh, <laughs> introed you like that. But Joel, our good buddy Joel. Amen to that. Yeah, and I do have stuff in common with Philip Rivers. You know, he has like 13 kids. Yeah. Uh, I have one. Yeah. He has really poor mobility. I also can't run very really? fast well you know listen if i if i had to bet on philip rivers in a race versus you i think i might actually take you <laughs> i don't have like three broken feet right well now, yeah like that's him. true <laughs> not only is he the slowest human being maybe ever but now his foot doesn't even work anymore <laughs> exactly it's like okay uh but yeah joel you've become sort of a, a minor celebrity on the podcast yeah you know yeah. like every time i listen and like that's often all right yeah. and you better yeah. <laughs> and i'm always mentioned and i was like joe you gotta have me on because yes. i'm literally always mentioned on this podcast 100 percent. uh joel is one of the few people that i talk about football to mm. uh in my everyday life uh, obviously my producer joe knows uh, next to nothing about football <laughs> He did surprisingly name Philip Rivers and Jonathan Taylor, even though I did just say them. But that's still like usually he's not listening. Usually he's watching YouTube videos on uh, on steaks or something. Amen. Uh, well, while, while I'm talking, who wouldn't want to? You know. But Joel, why don't you tell the the 
listeners of the podcast, uh, a little bit about you, maybe a little bit about your football fandom. Uh, How long have you been a fan of football? Uh, You know, and, 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 you know, do you even like football? Mm -hmm. You know? All right. So, like, uh, I've always followed football. Mm -hmm. I listened to a band way back in the day, and I still do. They were named August Burns Red. They were my favorite band. Mm -hmm. And they were huge Eagles fans, like, massive Eagles fans. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, 14, and I was, like, I am also now an Eagles fan because I love these guys. Mm -hmm. And uh, But I never really watched. And two years ago, I talked to my good buddy, Oscar, uh, he was dating my cousin at the time, and I was like, Oscar, I really like football, but I don't know what the heck's going on. Teach mm-hmm. me. So he started teaching me. like He just was showing me kind of what was going on during mm-hmm. the game, and I got really into it. And uh, yeah, still an Eagles fan. I love it. Die hard for uh, my Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly, you know? Was was there Super Bowl year the first year that you started watching football? No, year after. Really? Year after, So yeah. literally, you didn't even get that at least. No, I did not that get that. really sucks. And another thing that I've noticed about you, Joel, is that when you get into something, uh, you really get into it. Yeah, I get. Yeah, like, uh, my wife says that I'm like obsessive. Like I got into fantasy football, and I just spent like six hours researching, and then into the draft, I had like three pages of notes, and I knew 100%. exactly who I wanted in what round and yeah, everything. And you're yeah. still gonna lose to me in the championship. That's All crazy. Right. Hey, you know what? I'm uh, okay with that. Yeah, as that's... long as a certain someone doesn't win, I'm happy. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> But I, I have noticed that about you. Most people would say, yeah, Joe's showing us his fantasy score again. Congrats, Very man. Good. Joe, I I, congrats on though. potentially fifth place, man. No, really you don't happy get to keep your money. You're, you get third place. You don't get to keep your money. Uh, whoever. You're not even, you can't even get fourth place, man. You're battling for fifth place yeah. right now, dude. I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. What you're doing doesn't matter. Yeah. It, no, but it's good for you to keep, you know, competing, keep, you know, going out there and trying <laughs> keep hard. Keep that competitive Literally, drive, man. Literally, you had the same record as Joel, Joel and I uh, in your... Then why didn't I get up in the, in the big time? <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't have enough points How is this going to sound on the podcast? It'll sound fine. Okay, Don't worry okay fine. Uh, because you didn't have... You didn't score... So, really... Your record was the same, but your team was not nearly as good as Joel, yeah. Joel and I's team. Yeah. Uh, sorry to break it to you. Maybe next year. Yeah. Uh, so Joe Fair and I had, I would say, probably two of the best teams. Mm-hmm. Two of the top three teams were in the same conference, yep. and we're just beating up on each other the entire time. 100%. And uh, Joe was over here just, he was uh, do or die. Like, he yeah. was either crushing teams or he was... Being, not being crushed. not crushing teams. crushing teams or having uh half his team on buy or not not even in the lineup <laughs> exactly no you actually joe uh, you know i have to applaud you because you you did a lot better this year in you fantasy put in effort because i thought for sure hey week seven comes around joe's not gonna check his lineup anymore yep. it's gonna be over uh and you know he's just gonna be uh like some other people in our fantasy yeah. team that are a fantasy league that are not checking their lineups yeah uh but you know you did a good job joe i give you credit maybe we should actually get into some of the games joel you talked about yourself yes. being an eagles fan yes. i think you're also sort of a bills fan bills right? yes bills are my afc team bills are your afc team i think you you like the chiefs I, yeah i i just i have a little crush on patrick well, Mahomes. but listen who doesn't have who a doesn't? crush on patrick mahomes i remember like a like a year ago you were also you kind of like the bears but that's kind of gone now huh? yeah mitch Trubisky, you know like i know you guys really love him on this podcast but of course we it, it's been hard yeah. it's been hard being Listen, a bisky fan this week it wasn't but we already talked about that but why don't we just jump jump straight into the saints versus eagles game joel yes. what the heck happened in this game dude i would love to uh be able to explain that but i i don't but yeah. you know what going into this game we all knew the eagles were gonna win a stupid game mm-hmm. eventually like we knew like mm-hmm. i thought it was a couple weeks ago when they were playing the steelers really mm-hmm. well i was like this is the one yeah. they're going to like just beat these Steelers, the undefeated team, and everyone's going to freak out. But they didn't. They lost the game. Yeah. And uh turns out we just needed Carson Wentz out, and uh, we can beat a number one yeah. defense. I think it was right around that that Pittsburgh game. Uh, I kind of had the same feeling, too, where it's like, you know, the Eagles, eventually they're going to, yeah. at least for one game, they're going to get their stuff enough together to beat a team that they shouldn't beat. But then when they lost that Steelers game, I think that's around the time where I was like, okay, it's not happening. It's done. This, yeah. It's just, they literally cannot, you know, they, they cannot even come together enough mm-hmm. for one game to, yeah. to play well enough. I This was as surprising a, an outcome to a game as probably any game uh, this season. Yeah, like 
they their entire secondary got injured in this game yeah uh they lost uh jack driscoll he he tore his mcl in the middle of this game and mm. played through it or he sprained his mcl in the middle of the game and he played through it doug peterson is actively trying to lose <laughs> he went on some fourth downs here that were just ridiculous I he know. should have never went for him but Oh, he doesn't yeah. he doesn't give a heck it's He's crazy going. few few coaches i feel like uh in sports have fallen from grace as hard as doug peterson has yes. fallen the last yeah. couple of years i mean he was a genius mm -hmm. uh during that during that super bowl run yeah because philly of the special. philly special and everything yeah. even though that was a play that nick Foles essentially called so he gets the credit for that yeah uh but yeah he has fallen so far from grace but we haven't even talked about jalen hurts jalen hurts doug peterson finally finally made what i think was the right decision in starting jalen hurts this week yeah his first career start and what does he do in his first career start oh he just wins 24 to 21 against the number one seed in the nfc the number one seed in the nfc the number one defense in the league like just an impressive win this, he yeah. rushed for like 100 yards 106 yeah. yards through for 167 just very very impressive it's altogether only the him. second rookie quarterback in NFL history to run for 100 yards in his first game. Can you name the other rookie quarterback? This is another... <clears throat> Joe, here you go. And this is the first edition of What Does, Does Joel, Joel Know? Hey! So, okay, let's do this thing, baby. <laughs> all right, all right. I know the answer. Okay, well, we gotta... We, slow down, Joel. Okay. We gotta... I gotta... We, you know, we... You know, I don't know. You don't know how we do things around okay, here, but okay. we really gotta hype this up. New. So, What Does Joel Know? Uh, thank you, Joe. That was producer Joe. That was tremendous. Uh, the question is, Jalen Hurts is the f just the second rookie quarterback to rush for 100 yards in his first career game. Can you, Joel Dyke, name the other rookie quarterback to rush for 100 yards in his first career game? Lamar Jackson. You are 100 percent correct y'all yes, yes you are about. lamar jackson who we'll talk about later uh also having a huge game this week was the other rookie quarterback to rush for 100 yards in his first career game yeah. uh, but i believe that jalen hurts played much better passing the ball than lamar jackson did in his first career game yeah he did uh, yeah. like what do you what did you what can we genuinely take away from jalen hurts in this game you, all right you so, think that he is good enough to be the starter going forward well or that actually comes into play later on my hottest takes Ooh. Uh, but we'll talk about that later but the one thing that i think he does for the team is i, I think they'll keep playing him for the simple fact that miles sanders went off in this game mm. and miles sanders has been doing nothing with carson wentz under center like but I think the the read option play is so huge. Like that mm -hmm. option of giving it to Sanders or taking it himself, it's it really messed with the New Orleans defense. Oh, 100%. And so like Miles Sanders rushed for over a hundred yards as well. And New Orleans hadn't allowed a what like a running back to run for a hush a hundred yards yeah. in like what was it like all season or I, or like nine weeks or something I like was that. Gonna, I was gonna bring that up. I think it's been longer i think it's been even more longer than a season i don't know exactly i should have written that down but yeah i was going to bring that up new orleans had not allowed in a 100 yard rusher all season long yeah. i think even go, dating back to last season wow if not longer than that even but it had been forever and in this game two players two jalen hurts and miles sanders uh rushed for 100 yards it's crazy to see uh what this eagles offense can yeah. do when you actually run the ball yeah when there's yeah like the most simple thing that you can do on the football field, yeah. you do that and it opens up everything yeah. else, right? You know, like, maybe just give it a shot instead of having Carson Wentz throw over people's head yeah. for first and second and third down. And that's that's another thing. Like, uh, Hertz is actually hitting Miles Sanders on the screen plays, like mm. on those little check down passes to Sanders. Like Wentz, I've been seeing it all year. He hits Sanders in the toes with all of his <laughs> yeah. passes, and like. It's like throw it at him, yep. man. But he, he like he misses him a hundred times out of a hundred. And Jalen Hurts is like throwing it right at Miles Sanders' eyeballs, yeah. which is really helping. Which him is out. you know, as a quarterback, you should try to throw to your receivers. You would. That's think. a fairly good option. I don't think I've ever witnessed a quarterback throw as inaccurately, as consistently as Carson Wentz yeah. has been this season. So yeah. it's it's definitely going to be a huge change of pace yeah. with Jalen Hurts. Doug Peterson is still not naming him officially the starter, which. 
who knows what Doug Peterson is up to these yeah. days. Uh, even in his spare time, I don't know what that guy's yeah. doing. He'll start. He, yeah. He's got to he, start. He has to start. But uh, And for the Saints, uh, Taysom Hill played fine. I think he struggled early in this game. His numbers mm-hmm. probably look better than he actually played. Yeah. Uh, I think they're, they're they're ready for Drew Brees to come back. Um, Taysom Hill's been been okay at certain points, but mm-hmm. it just doesn't seem like Sean Payton really trusts him yeah. as the quarterback. And there. he got roughed up in this game. He got sacked five times, uh, threw an interception. Like. Yeah. It definitely was not his best game, uh, but uh, you know, how can you play your best game when you're playing the Philadelphia Eagles, the best team in the NFC? Exactly. That's what I've been saying all year. All year. Best team in the NFC. We're taking the NFC East. We're going for it. Oh, goodness gracious. Here we go again. (laughs) And I'm moving on from Joel's favorite team to my favorite team. And my favorite team did not have as uh, favorable of an outcome this Mm. week. The Miami Dolphins dropping... Uh, a game in Miami, 27-33 to 33, to the defending Super Bowl champions, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, despite only throwing two interceptions all season going into this game, uh, he had three interceptions on 393 yards and, three tu- and two touchdowns, rather. So the Dolphins' defense, you know, they did enough, I think, to win this game. But uh, in the end, it wasn't enough because the offense uh, was not... Uh, playing up to par, Joel. I don't know if you mm. you caught this game yeah, at all. Yeah, I did. And I thought, yeah, like what you said, it's, it was a huge game for Miami's defense. And they showed that like they can really hang with like some of the better defenses in the league. Like Patrick Mahomes doesn't throw three interceptions against anyone, like ever. Ever. He literally had never has. Yeah. And like, so I, I would be very encouraged if I was a Miami fan. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, it's, it's honestly just really tough to hang with with the high flying Chiefs, and 100%. even if they do throw some interceptions, they they have a good enough offense to make up for it later on, right? And I think that was my biggest takeaway uh, from the game. You can talk about Tua. Tua played well. Uh, he struggled again in the first half, and that's something he's got to fix. He's got mm-hmm. to come out hotter. Uh, he finished twenty eight for forty eight, three hundred sixteen yards, two touchdowns. He had a, he had his first career interception mm-hmm. uh, in this game. But uh, Mike Kosicki balled out. He had two yeah. touchdowns. He got hurt. Everybody was hurt for Miami in this game. Uh, I mean, they lost. They they were down their top three receivers, mm. top three running backs. They didn't have Mike Kosicki. They were missing a starting offensive lineman. Uh, they're yeah. missing there's two starting linebackers. Exactly. Uh, it was brutal. But I think my biggest takeaway from this game is just how insanely good the Kansas City Chiefs are. Yeah. Because you have to play perfectly to beat yeah. this team. They're like. Uh, do you ever watch any boxing at all? Have you ever heard of a guy named Deontay Wilder? I have heard of Deontay Wilder. He's, that was the guy who wore really heavy clothes and yeah, then lost the fight, he, right? Yeah, he's a total numbskull. But, like, <laughs> yeah. he has this crazy left hook where he just, like, he hits you with it and you go away. And they call it in the sport, like, the great eraser. Mm. And I feel like for the Chiefs, they have the Mahomes to Tyree Kill connection. Oh, 100%. That's, like, their massive Deontay Wilder left yeah. hook. It's like, hey, we're, like, down 10 early. Shoot, what should yeah. we do? Oh, I know. I'll just chuck it to Tyreek Hill. He'll beat whoever, and we'll we'll walk away winners. Yeah, and it's like, not even the the scary thing is it's not even just Mahomes to Tyreek Hill. It's Mahomes to Kelsey. Exactly, Kelsey was huge yes. huge in this game. It's Mahomes to Mecole Hardman. It's uh and and then you add the running game hasn't been well uh, hasn't done well this year, but you still have guys like Clyde edwards helaire Le'Veon Bell out of the backfield, and they have like they have players on defense. Chris Jones, yeah. one of the best interior defensive linemen in the NFL. Uh, Honey Badger makes plays constantly. Yeah, he's uh, all over the field oh, the whole game. Constantly around the ball, but it's just the Dolphins were up early in this game. Like we talked about, they had three interceptions. Uh, Mahomes took a thirty-yard sack at one point. Yeah, which I was saw that. Insane. Oh my goodness, that I was mean, nuts. That I, reminded me of Carson Wentz. Yeah, honestly, I, f- I feel like he at the, uh, he on that play he almost thought that he was invincible. Like maybe, yeah, which yeah. is fair. I mean, he's dominated the NFL, but he's like, <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna run a while here and then i'll be able to throw like i usually can yeah, i'll bomb it down but, the field. Yeah, it's fine jerome baker was not having that but it was crazy they were up 10 nothing and really the dolphins had dominated the game early mm-hmm. on uh their offense did not take advantage of of enough mistakes uh by the chiefs early and early enough but they were up 10 nothing and just every single little mistake against kansas city chiefs is so amplified yeah because it's like Oh, you didn't convert this third down. Oh, you're kicking a field goal Ooh. instead of instead of going for a touchdown. Oh, you missed a kick. 
Oh, no, that's going to kill it. you. That's it. That's because they, they they were up 10 nothing, And just like that, the Chiefs score 30 unanswered points. Yeah. yeah. And it's like the, the Miami has to try to make a comeback. And I and I respect them for their valiant effort. They mm-hmm. damn near came back in this game. Uh, and Tua had nobody to throw to. Yeah. Nobody was open. So I, I respect the effort in this game. But Kansas City is just too good. Yeah. Uh, they're just far too good uh, for, for a team that has such an cons- inconsistent offense. Uh, I really feel like a good comparison for the Kansas City Chiefs is the 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 90s Chicago Bulls. Oh yeah. And I can see this turning into that. I don't know. You, you watched the last dance, yeah, right? Yeah, oh of course. Of Who course didn't? you did. Uh but I, I I thought of this today at work and it's I think when it when one day when Patrick Mahomes is retired and all this is over, uh we're old men. Yeah. We look back and, and we look at the Kansas City Chiefs and we look at this era, I feel like there's going to be just like there was with the with the '90s Bulls, uh, there's going to be so many great teams uh, that could not win a championship yeah. because they couldn't get past. Because you're running into you know, yeah, you're, you're running yeah. into a buzzsaw with yeah. with Kansas City. Yeah, I mean, like as as long as they can keep this core together, uh, and who knows how long that is. I mean, they have a lot of guys on big contracts, but yeah. as long as they can keep this core together, I feel like they're the '90s Bulls, and and mm-hmm. they're gonna there's gonna be a lot of good teams. Teams this year like the like the Bills, phenomenal team. Any other year, uh, and who knows? Maybe they will win the Super yeah. Bowl. But like, but like the teams like the Bills, teams like the Steelers were just eleven and zero. Uh, teams like the Saints, yeah. you know, teams like that, Green Bay. Uh, it, you know, they're good during the regular season, but you just know they have to go through Kansas City. Yeah, and they're human. They're like yeah. human teams yeah. where Casey is like they're above human, like oh, whatever. Like they are almost perfect in, uh, in every sense of the game yeah, right? and, and it's and it's the talent and it's also andy reed uh just being a phenomenal head coach exactly and it's yeah. just yeah i don't know who's gonna stop the chiefs but i'm intrigued to find out but if i'm you coming out of that game i am so encouraged i'm like man we hung with the chiefs yeah. we have like a great defense and everyone was injured and we still hung with them yeah. so and that, I think that's how a lot of Dolphins fans feel going uh, going out of this game. Is encouraged. It, it went from uh, the beginning was just a, a fever dream. Everything was like, holy smokes, we're like dominating the Chiefs to like they score 30 unanswered. It's like, this is so discouraging <laughs> to like, okay, this was a fine loss uh, because they had nothing left by the end of that game. Yeah. Uh, I I do think that their their playoff hopes took a huge hit this week with, the, with Baltimore winning again. We'll get into that uh, later on, but... Uh, hopefully, you know they can they can uh, build momentum off this mm-hmm. almost win. Yeah, almost uh, win. <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely. If you can say and there's any such thing as an encouraging loss, this would be the closest thing to that. Yeah, it reminds me of like the Leafs, like back in like 2016 with Mike Babcock when he'd be like, "This was a moral victory, even though they <laughs> lost." Yeah, <laughs> like this uh, is a character, a like, character loss. Uh, yeah, we're getting better, but right. we're still. We're we're not there yet. Yeah, keep celebrating those losses, and winner winners will celebrate wins. Exactly. All right. On to the next game, and it was the Sunday night affair between these Pittsburgh Steelers and the Buffalo Bills. I don't know if you caught this game. Joel. Yeah, I did. Uh, this was uh, I picked the Bills going into this game. I thought they were gonna they were gonna gonna go in and beat uh, a Steelers team that just suffered their first loss of the season against the Washington football team, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. The game started off kind of slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of a. a a, uh, not a lot happening in the first half, but I thought that the game really, really turned around. Uh, it's it, in the Bills' favor. It seemed like it was kind of Steelers had the momentum in the first half. Yeah, because well, Josh Allen threw that nasty pick. Yeah, like, that was like an awful pick. Yeah, there was a. Uh, I feel like the the Steelers had the momentum, uh, but that pick six at the end of the yeah, first half. Yes, by Teron Johnson. Yeah, uh, had a huge pick six to give the Bills the lead. Uh, going into uh, halftime, and ever since that that point in that game, it was basically okay. This is a wrap. The Bills yeah. basically just coasted mm-hmm. uh, to the victory, and and they come walk away with a twenty six to fifteen uh, victory. And uh, I don't know if you have anything specific that you want to talk about in terms of this game at all, or in terms of either of these teams yeah, in I, general. I just love watching Josh Allen mm. play football. He's, like, so big and kind of awkward, but yeah. I just, I love watching him. He, like, people try to sack him, and he just, like, chucks him off. And Oh, yeah. And yeah, and there was, like, how much I love Josh Allen, but also, like, Big Ben did not look 
like no. Big Ben, right? Like and, he yeah. didn't look great. No, he hasn't looked. The offense in general for Pittsburgh, I think, has been lackluster mm. the last couple of weeks. They haven't been there. They have no semblance of a running game yes. whatsoever. I have James Conner on my fantasy team, and <laughs> that is the worst pick oh, I've ever made. Yeah, he was good there for a while, yeah. and then he just hasn't been healthy. And then when he is healthy, he hasn't produced no, whatsoever. Like, Last week against Washington, everyone was kind of saying like, oh, you know, their running game will be better when James Conner's back. James yeah. Conner came back and they they still suck at running the ball. Yeah. So, Yeah, and you, and you look at the numbers like for, for Big Ben, uh, he ha- only had 170, 187 yards passing, two touchdowns, two picks. Mm. You're like, oh, that's not a whole lot. But then you look at their rushing offense and it's even worse. There's nothing, yeah. there's no production there exactly. at all. Uh, and I think that's, you know, you can only be carried by your defense for so long Yeah. Uh, before Big Ben has to be more than just a game manager. Mm-hmm. He's got to step up. But yeah, you talked about Josh Allen. Uh, when when him and Stephon Diggs, they get, oh my when they goodness. get going. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious. I thought it was honestly, I thought they were going to struggle in this game because of like just Pittsburgh. It's the Pittsburgh defense. Their mm-hmm. pass rush is so good. But yeah, they they were still balling out together. They were still combining for great plays and everything. Oh, yeah. There is there is a few offseason acquisitions that have paid more dividends than the than the than the Buffalo Bills trading for Stephon Diggs. I thought it was an overpay at first, but mm-hmm. holy smokes! I mean, when him and Josh Allen are clicking, yeah, they're unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Like Stephon Diggs seems to be wide open every single play constantly and joe's pulling up his fantasy team again yeah, because, because uh, he's motioning the mic over because, to uh, <laughs> it's because he got me 29.1 points wow and um you guys could see the. do the, we want to talk about my man calvin ridley no calvin. we no we don't give no, give joel the mic right. back <laughs> all right all right, all right. Stephon Diggs, uh, yeah, there's there's few connections in the NFL that are working as well as that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, big win for the Bills yeah. and a and a back-to-back loss uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers after starting 11-0. They've now lost two in a row. But we have to say nice things about them because Oscar listens. Oh, yeah, sorry, Oscar. Um, <laughs> good. Wow, their defense is pretty good. And now on to the final game from week 14 of the nfl season and this might be the best game of the entire year oh my goodness this game was a doozy as uh my uh my supervisor likes to say this was a slobber knocker slobber knocker you better believe it better believe it was the ravens versus the browns and it finishes 42 to 47 i don't know why i keep saying the lower score first that's almost never how it goes (laughs) but the baltimore ravens walk away with a season series sweep of the cleveland browns that's hard for our browns that is tough me and you both really wanted the browns to win going into this game i think Maybe for different... I don't know. We both like the Browns. Yeah, just like Baker, yeah. Jarvis Landry, OBJ. It's yeah. just a fun team to like. I just I remember early in the season when they were playing Cincinnati, that game, uh, and then they started to look really good early on. And it's just, just, it's just fun when the Browns are good. When yes. when when Baker's clicking on all cylinders, you got Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt clicking exactly. on all cylinders. It's just fun to watch. Their running attack is so fun to watch. Oh, my like, goodness. Chubb is like... He's like a bowling ball. He oh, just... Yeah you can't stop that guy it's, and it's not fair like yeah. you have nick chubb destroying you know for three plays and then all of a sudden you take him and you have a fresh monster of a yeah. guy who would be the starter on like 25 different teams yeah uh in the nfl and kareem pittsburgh Hunt. would love yeah. him oh 100 <laughs> percent uh he would come in and, and be an instant starter there in pittsburgh but he comes off the bench and and yet they are they are phenomenal they come they each had over 100 yards scrimmage in this game baker Played really well. Uh, he did throw his first interception in weeks, but he finished 28 for 47, 343 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. But the big story in this game was Lamar Jackson. Lamar who, you know, Jackson. Action Jackson. He struggled at times this season, but in this game, he started off running hot, uh, and then and then he had to leave the game for a little bit. For what reason, Jim? For what reason? Uh, listen, I'm not going to speculate. Can you say Paul Pierce at all? or Paul Pierce. <laughs> yeah, we'll just say he had to leave for a little Paul Pierce situation for <laughs> anybody that's 
uh, you, who, that knows what that means. No, it's, but it's just a good thing they were wearing their black pants. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody said that uh, if Lamar, if the Ravens were wearing white pants, Lamar Jackson wouldn't have come back into the game. <laughs> but okay, so for those, those of you that don't know, Lamar Jackson left uh, in the fourth quarter of the game of the year. This game was going back and forth. He left in the fourth quarter because of apparent cramping. And, you know, you did see him sort of limping in the into the locker room. But people kind of immediately, for some reason, were speculating, oh, he's taking a poop. Yeah. Like, oh, he's I think pooping. It, I think it was because of the hallway shot of him running to the locker room. Uh-huh. He wasn't limping anymore. He was, uh-huh. like, sprinting towards the... But I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, they really thought that he was just pooping. Uh, and then Trace McSorley, who is a TikTok legend... Uh, came in and really and he had to yeah trace mcsorley look up the song trace mcsorley everybody oh, I, loves trace mcsorley i, I don't want to do that yeah, but i probably it's, will it's very bad but uh he came in he played for a while uh marquise brown nearly blew this game uh a couple times i mean he had a couple huge drops and then trace mcsorley blows out his knee and they have no quarterback left uh it's fourth down and five they're down a touchdown i think they're down eight actually Lamar Jackson comes in for fourth and five, immediately throws a touchdown to Marquise Brown. Oh my goodness! The chi- uh, the Browns rather come back uh, with with I think a forty second drive for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now there's just like a minute left, and I think everybody was thinking that's way too much time right now. Yeah, uh, and the Baltimore Ravens come back. They set up the greatest kicker in the history of football, Justin, Justin Tucker, freaking Tucker, yeah. to kick a fifty five yard field goal and this puts baltimore right back into the playoff chase joel what are your thoughts you think that baltimore is going to end up in the playoffs oh man let me pull up the standings real quick Gail, let me give you a little uh you know some proper some proper thoughts 100%. here okay so we got uh baltimore at eight and five the miami dolphins at eight and five indy colts nine four cleveland yeah. at nine four we won't go any any further past that but and then the Raiders at 7-6. The Raiders are pretty much, they're out of it. You yeah, can cooked. stick a fork in yeah, them. Yeah, you can they're stick done. a fork in them. Um, yeah, it, it really comes down to uh, the Ravens and the Dolphins. And sorry, my guy, but the, the Dolphins have such a hard schedule. I know. They, they're they in tough. And then have you looked at what the Ra- uh, the Ravens schedule looks like the last three weeks? I've heard that. I, I haven't looked, but I know that it's like really easy. It's literally probably the three. I think it's, I, I have to look it up myself too, but I th- I'm pretty sure it's like three of the easiest teams you could possibly imagine. Yeah. That they have to play. Yeah, so they have to play the Jacksonville Jaguars next week, the New York Giants, and then the the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, that's probably three wins. Yeah, most likely three wins. So yeah, I don't think it looks all that great for Miami right now. This was a huge win for Baltimore. I think if I had to bet my house on it, as much as I hate to say it, uh, I think the Baltimore Ravens will end up in the playoffs. Exactly. Uh, Miami will just miss out. But, you know, listen, it's a rebuilding year. Good year for Miami. Uh, but a huge win for Baltimore. And that wraps up all of our games. All the games. All the games from week 14. Uh, let's move into our next segment. A little segment we like to call a new segment called Hot Takes. Not hot cakes. Not hot cakes. Contrary to popular belief, you know, it's really cold outside, guys, right now. it's We're getting to the holiday season. It's chilly. Even though we don't have any snow, so it's just miserable cold with no, <laughs> with no you know, reason. Uh, so Joel's going to come in. He's going to keep us warm. Oh. He's going to keep us warm during this winter time with some hot takes, baby. Oh, man. Joel, some what do you takes. got for us? How, I, got, how, I got three hot takes. Like, how hot are we talking? Like... Uh, I would say they start, the first one's mild. The okay. second one is, uh, I would say hot. Ooh. The third one, I I would almost say is an inferno of heat. Ooh. All right. <laughs> like you're going to want to call Dante on this one. I you know? love it. Joel right. is bringing the heat on his first podcast appearance. There we go. I love it. What do you got? What is your first hot take? All right. Our mild take. Mild. Maybe take. it's hotter than I mild, think, but I don't know. Uh, my first take is that Jalen Hurts will be the starter for the Eagles in 2021 to start Ooh, the season. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I think we're going to see uh, a new coach and new we're going to see a shift from from some of the management here. It'll probably be a rebuilding year for the Eagles if we're being honest. Uh, but I, I really think that mm. uh, they're going to be shifting gears and maybe even 
Uh, moving on from good old Carson. Good old Carson Wentz. I like this. I like this hot take, and I hope this hot take is legit. Uh, I, 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 I like you. I also think that uh, Doug Peterson is not long for Philadelphia. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he somehow gets another year. I, you know, I. I hope not. You can get a lot of cred off winning one Super Bowl. Yeah, you can. Like that can yeah. get you a lot of leash. But uh, yeah, let's say they get a new head coach. And I think it, it all comes down to who they hire. Mm. Uh, and, and if that person thinks that they can fix Carson Wentz. Yeah, exactly. And it also depends. I mean, Jalen Hurts has three more weeks to, to show. Yeah. If he continues to play how he played this week, I would not be surprised at yeah. all. And if you can trade Carson Wentz for anything, like mm-hmm. just to get his salary off your books, 100%. you're you're saving yourself so much money by playing Hurts instead of that. And yep. I think that's really worth it. And I, I think that... Yeah, you talked about it'll probably be a rebuilding year. I think that they have to tear things down. Yeah, after this year, we are so old. We're yep. s- we're like the old. We got to be one of the oldest teams. Oh in the yeah, league. there's there's guys. I mean, listen, Jason Peters was playing on this team this year. That yeah. guy is at least forty five years old. Yeah, he's I old. mean, goodness gracious. Yeah, they're gonna have to do a little bit of a tear down. I, I I like this. I like this hot take. Let me let me know, guys the listeners of this podcast, what you guys think of Joel's hot takes. Do you think that Jalen Hurts is going to be the starter next year? But uh, if if I have to say whether or not I agree with this hot take or not, I'm going to say, I'm going to say I agree Whoa, with this hot take. I'm going to say agree. I agree just because I like it. I there want it to happen. I also want it to happen. I, I, I want it to happen. So let's put it out in the universe. There and we let's, go. And let's make it happen. Actually, well, I want to say I disagree. Personally. Really? Like Jalen Hurts is, 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 he's good. He's fine. Yeah. Okay. But like how many games does he play this season? Uh, Well, he started one game. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So how many games is so okay, Carson Wentz not good, right? Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts so far so good. Yes, exactly. But he's so, also played one game. Yeah. yeah well, this and he has what three more games? Yeah, three more games. So four games out of what another 13, 12 games that uh, that uh, Carson Wentz played. That is math. Okay. Very good. Quick yeah. So yeah, but is fourteen horrible games better than four good games? He has more experience this year. <laughs> personally, I love that. I just don't think that Jalen Hurts quite has it. But um, anyways, back some to you, say, Joel. Some would say hurts so good. You know what? I was good, I was just gonna say the truth hurts. Truth and, you know, hurts. And like that, the truth on that yeah. take hurts. All right. And that does hurt. Yo, Joel, what do you got next for? Okay, next the next one. Take? The next one I can't take full credit for. Okay. This is my old buddy, Oscar Redicop. He sent me this one, and uh, he says, or I and I I agree. You know, I'm I'm bought into this. And I don't know if you're going to like this one as much. Uh-oh. I think that Carson Wentz will be moving on. Okay. He'll be moving on from my Eagles. Okay. And he will be a Pittsburgh Steeler. Whoa! And they'll win the Super Bowl next year with him. Holy smokes! This is a burning, <laughs> burning hot take. All right, maybe it's a little hotter than just hot. There, I mean, you know, there, like, there is a lot. Well, it's just that there's a lot involved here. Not only does Carson Wentz have to leave Philadelphia, he has to rebuild himself. Yeah, he has to. <laughs> he has to go to Pittsburgh. Yeah, and then Pittsburgh has to win this. So all of these things have to be true for this hot take to be to be good. Uh, I I don't like this one as much. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say uh, if. Uh, if Carson Wentz does leave, I yeah, I could see him going to, to a place like Pittsburgh. We've seen rumors that he wants to go somewhere with a little less pressure. Which I mean, come on, grow come up, on, grow up, grow up, Carson, grow up, Carson, Carson I mean, Wentz. People are saying, oh, he couldn't handle the pressure with Jalen Hurts behind him. You're a grown man. Hey, try working at Remtech, yeah. right? We got a lot of pressure. <laughs> There's going a on. lot of pressure, man. You're a professional athlete. There's gonna be pressure, but uh, you know, seeing him in Pittsburgh, I I wouldn't mind to see that. Uh, mm. I, I think there's a good chance Big Ben might be done after yeah. this year he was talking about it i think just last week about how if he's not playing well then then he needs to retire so mm. well he, it, it seems he's like basically him. been talking about retiring for like five years already but even if he's not gone maybe bring carson wentz in exactly have him learn uh and and hopefully rebuild his everything mm-hmm I just think like Carson behind their O line and with that defense and those receivers, mm. like if he can be like two thirds of what he was, he will like they'll have a really good year. Well, they'll, yeah. they'll have a great year. It's it's so weird too because like Steelers have all these receivers 
and, you know, like Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith-Schuster, you know, they're like a receiver factory, but they've struggled so much with drops the last yeah, couple of weeks. That's exactly. so bizarre to me. Mm-hmm. Deontay Johnson had some huge drops uh, in that game against Buffalo. So, so weird. But yeah, uh, that would be a good spot for Carson Wentz. I like it. I don't, I'm not going to totally, I'm going to say I don't agree with this mm. hot take 100%. I could see Carson Wentz maybe going to Pittsburgh, uh, maybe going to Indianapolis. Yeah, Indy, that's also Go back with Frank spot. Reich. I could see him going yeah. there. But I don't think Pittsburgh's winning the Super Bowl next year. Oh, but their defense is really good. But the Chiefs still. That's yeah, like, uh, yeah, the Chiefs still. Yeah, I, I believe I believe in, in the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think. And I think they'll have a good playoff run this year yet. Mm. But then if you add in like a dynamic quarterback there, yeah. you got like a really scary well, team. I think they're definitely, if they... If Big Ben was the old Big Ben, I think this team would be like unstoppable. Exactly. They would be right up there with the Chiefs. But yeah, who knows? Maybe Carson Wentz can be that next year. But hey, there you go. Why don't you give us your final? This is one one you said was mucho picante. Mucho, am I right? mucho, mucho picante. Muy caliente. I am. I, 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 I am nearly certain you will not agree with this Ooh, one. Okay. Okay. All right. Lay it on us, Joel. What is your last hot take? Last here? hot I I take. Know this you know? I think I know what this one is. All right, well, let's see. The Saints will lose in round one of the playoffs. Ho, ho, ho. I do not believe in the Saints. Really? I don't believe in their whole okay. quarterback questions and everything. Mm. I And right now they're slated to play the Cardinals. Could be like the Bucks. Mm. Um you know any of those teams they could wind up playing but yeah i just i don't believe in them not one bit okay i i, I like this uh I, I like this take i think we, we we were just talking off air uh i don't know if it was yesterday or when it was but uh i think we both felt like no team needed home field advantage more than exactly. the new orleans saints yeah. mm-hmm. i think they play they're just a different team in that dome yeah and they go into philadelphia this week and they lose to philadelphia yeah, uh, I don't know if that had anything to do with them being out in the cold, but I mean, it certainly probably doesn't help. Uh, they are such an explosive uh, offense on on turf, yeah, and it's just not the same. I don't think when it's not in that home turf. Uh, so in that sense, I agree. Now losing in the first round, first round to first round. Arizona. To I Arizona. love I love Kyler and I love D Hop on that okay. team. And I think that they can do something special in one week. One week, one week, one game. I give them. Uh, okay. I give them a good shot. Here's here's, okay. Here's here's my thought process. Uh, I don't think that they would lose to Arizona. I don't believe in Arizona. I think they're they were a flash in the pan there for a little bit. Uh, I I think they're gonna need a little bit more time to rebuild. Here's a team though. If all of a sudden Minnesota yes. found a way yeah. found a way to get into that seventh. Is it even possible for them to get into that seventh seed? Yeah. Uh, well, they got two more. They would okay, have to yeah, win out, and would. Arizona would have to lose at least two games. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So let's say if Minnesota winds up in that seventh seed, one hundred percent. Yeah. I would. Minnesota has been the boogeyman for New Orleans. Uh, they, they lost to him last year. They right? lost to him last year yeah. on that Kyle, that Rudolph, Kyle Rudolph oh touchdown at the end. Uh, the Minnesota miracle yeah. was against them. Uh, so I listen. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to say I don't agree with this take specifically when it comes to the Cardinals. But if Minnesota sneaks in there, yeah, in that seventh seed, I could totally see it. Just it's those same demons rearing their mm-hmm. ugly head against hey, the New Orleans. Thing. This te- this take is open to any team. Okay, right? all it, right. It loves all teams. And that- I don't even care. I, it could be the Bucks. It could mm. be uh, Arizona or the Vikings. Heck, even Mitch Bisky's Bears. I don't believe right. in the Saints enough that I would bet the Bears okay. instead of the Saints. Wow, that is that is crazy. Okay, all right. I don't, I don't know if I'm there yet. As much <laughs> not as on I, the Bears. As much as not I on like, the Bears. Just as on the much bikes. as I love Mitcher, listen, I don't trust his team around him. But uh, I agree when it comes to not trusting the Saints. They seem to do this every year. They're mm. fool's gold in the regular season. You're like, this is team is dominant. Exactly. And then they get to the playoffs and they choke it away. And it's often every to year. that team wearing purple. Yeah. So I like these hot takes, Joel. These were good hot takes. Let us know what you guys think about Joel's hot takes. Go to his house. Send him uh, something in the mail. Uh, you know, let him know what you think about his yeah. hot takes. Yeah. Uh, and then you know you guys can fight it out from there. But Joel, you've been a real treat. That's all I seek to on, be, you know. On the on this week's episode, you've been great. 
Uh, before you leave, do you want to get into some next week's picks? Oh, yeah. You I totally next, forgot about you this. feeling next yeah. week's picks? I got some next week's picks. Now, okay. I have to uh, give a disclaimer on these picks. I'm pretty sure I'm in last in our survivor pool. What? It was me who convinced Joe to pick the <laughs> Eagles in week one. So I'm the reason that we lost out of our survivor pool in week one. Picks, not my strong suit. No, okay, not for Joe, are you okay? <laughs> I just realized that I have not made my pick <laughs> not bless you like for how long um probably i think week six <laughs> as soon as you started laughing i figured that's what it was about i think a lot of people just kind of gave up on that when yeah. it didn't go their way early yeah, but it's hard, right? but you no, know that's absolutely my bad i would say that i'm the master of picks joel you know he's kind of a rookie he's not getting yeah. there totally but why don't we jump into week 15's picks and we start things off with our with our annual, not annual, weekly Thursday night coffee pick, Joel. There you go. Okay. We got Chargers and Raiders. I just saw Henry Ruggs is not playing in this game, okay. but I'm still going to take the Raiders. Really? Even though I don't really believe in them and I don't think that they're very good, but uh, Justin Herbert and the Chargers and Anthony Lynn as a coach is just not good. I so agree. I'm going Raiders. Okay. Uh, but since you're going Raiders, do you want to you go back to... Real quick, betting a coffee on yeah, this one? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'll go opposite. I'll say the Chargers win this game. I don't like where the Raiders are at right now. I think they're on a they're on a slide. Yeah, their headspace is not yeah, good. They're not they're not in a good spot. I'm gonna say Justin Herbert has a, has himself a good game. Austin Eckler goes off for you in I hope, fantasy. I hope for so. you in that... fantasy. I'm gonna say the Chargers beat the Raiders on Thursday night. But then we go on to the Saturday. 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 Game. I love Saturday games. Saturday, Saturday so games, fun. baby. We're at that point of the season. The next two weeks, I think two, or is it even three weeks? Uh, there's I Saturday know. games. I don't know. Maybe we should have looked that up before. But who cares? We have Buffalo at Denver. You know I'm going Bills. Baby. Um, yeah, Bills, I, you gotta go baby. Bills. You gotta go. As Bills, good as Denver played this week, Drew Locke played pretty well. I think there's a there's not a hotter team in the NFL right now. Um, then maybe the Chiefs, but other than that, there's not a hotter team than the Bills. I'm going to pick the Bills as well. Exactly. And then the late game, Carolina at Tampa. Uh, t- no, Carolina at Green Bay. I got the Packers. I got yeah, the Packers. I got the Packers as well. Uh, I don't think Carolina has a, has quite enough firepower yeah. to beat or to stop uh, that Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, led Aaron Rodgers is on another level. It's yeah. hard to bet against him now. He, I think he's the favorite for the MVP right mm. now, especially You'd with Mahomes throwing three picks this last week. Yeah. I think it might be his award to, to win at this point. Mm-hmm. And then on to the next game, the one o'clock games on Sunday, and it's New England at Miami and tread lightly, Joel. Oh, I you? know. I knew I was coming into some hostile territory here with this one, but I did not pick the Pats because oh, Cam Newton is not good. All right. Uh, I don't believe in anything to do with new england so i am taking the fins all right yeah i'm gonna take miami too miami needs to basically win out to make the playoffs they need to win uh, all three games i'm gonna you know i'm gonna stay optimistic and say that they beat new england this week and who knows what goes on the next couple weeks but then we move on to houston and indianapolis i'm taking Indy on this one. I'm going to take Indy as Definitely well. Definitely Indy. Yeah, Houston's kind of a mess. They're missing everybody they right now. They got no receivers. Yeah. They got nothing. Nothing. Detroit at Tennessee. We're taking the Titans. Yeah, we don't have to give my, that one much thought. Yeah. That's going to be the Titans winning that one. Derrick Henry's going to get 2,000 yards rushing this year. I thought you meant in this game. Oh, no. Well, Maybe in this game. <laughs> yeah, he might. This is not a good Detroit but on Lions the season. defense. But Tampa Bay at Atlanta. Ooh, that's uh, definitely going to be the Buccaneers. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna say Buccaneers as well on that one, uh, and then we go into Jacksonville at Baltimore. Ooh, real tough pick here. Yeah. Uh, looks like Gardner Minshew might uh, be starting, and as much as I hate to go against my boy Minshew, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's not going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars. No, I sure. as much as I would love to have Baltimore lose this week. Uh, because I'm a Dolphins fan, mm-hmm. I, I can't. Uh, Baltimore, I think, is playing well right now. Uh, and you're going to be, you know, really confident coming off that Browns win. Yeah. Uh, they're going to beat Jacksonville. I think it's not going to be close. They're going to stomp them. Yeah. Let's go Chicago, Minnesota. Ooh, big game. This is okay. huge for the playoff it's, picture. Whoever yeah. whoever loses this one is pretty much out. All right. And uh, I got to roll with my Vikings. Really? I love their uniforms. Love Dalvin Cook. 
Love I it. like everything about them. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little contradictory on this there one. Right. I'm going with our boy Bisky. There you go. He's playing well, honestly. He we talked about he played really well this week. This offense is different with him in there. I'm gonna say he picks up a huge win uh, against the guys wearing purple. Chicago is gonna beat Minnesota this week, and then with Seattle at Washington. Ooh, I got a I got a spicy one here. Ooh. It's uh Smith is starting. It looks like Antonio Gibson's coming back. Oh I love the Washington defense. I am going Washington football team on Washington this one. football team. I was very tempted to go Washington football team, and I wouldn't be surprised if they do win this game. But I, I I'm just gonna say Seattle. I hope they pick up this win. This is a game you gotta win if you're gonna be a contender. Mm. Uh, so I'm gonna pick Seattle to win this game. And then San Francisco at Dallas. Ooh, this is a big game uh, for nobody, essentially. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go San Fran for sure. All right. Uh, I I think I'm going to go San Francisco as well. Dallas had a nice win this week. Uh, but I think Kyle Shanahan is just a better coach uh, yeah, than Mike McCarthy. And I think that will give them the upper hand. And then the New York Jets versus the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, I'm going Jets on this oh, one. Oh, really? No, I'm not okay. going Jets. <laughs> All right. I should have known. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go Rams as well. I don't think we need to discuss that no, very not much. At all. Uh, and then Philadelphia at Arizona. Ooh, Here's I'm going Eagles because I'm dumb. I'm dumb and I like getting my heart broken. I'm going to go Eagles as well. What? You're, like, actually? Yes. I'm oh, serious. wow. I'm a little I bit. I Like, I know that they're going to lose, yeah. but I don't think that they'll win. I talked about earlier. I just don't believe in arizona right now yeah. i don't I, I don't think they're in a good place right now i think that Phil, uh, philadelphia defense is playing angry right now and if they play that same way against uh, kyler murray and the cardinals i think they'll pick up a win this week mm. and you know just stay alive as long as possible so we yeah. have to keep talking about listen them. i hope you're right because if you are right about everything then the seahawks will have beaten the the football team mm. and the eagles will have won so then the eagles will be within striking distance for the playoffs that's so. very true hopefully we are right and we have something else to talk about yeah. next week on the podcast and then kansas city at new orleans this Ooh. is a good game. This is Joel's lock of the week. Whoa! Wow. All right, and we're taking the Chiefs. Dang, I did not know you were going to go lock of the week. I actually totally forgot about lock of the week until now. But, yeah, I'm going to pick Kansas City, too. It's not my lock of the week. But I'm going to say Kansas City beats New Orleans. <laughs> uh, and then we have Cleveland at the New York Giants. Ooh. And this is my lock of the week. Oh. I'm going to say Cleveland beats the new york that's giants. a lock really yeah. i almost picked the giants in this one really? but i i just like baker i uh, can't can't bet against i just yeah. this, they got a soft spot in my heart oh, so 100. i'm going browns as well 100 i just want the browns to win so that's why they're my lock of the week and then pittsburgh at cincinnati to yeah. finish things off that's definitely gonna be steelers yeah i'm gonna pick steelers too Big cincinnati cincinnati they, they're they're ready for the season to be over yeah they're ready to get joey burrow back mm-hmm. uh, but that wraps up Today's podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed. Joel, I hope you enjoyed. No, I did enjoy. Yeah, I really enjoyed time. having you on the podcast. Uh, you got anything you want to plug before we before we wrap things not, up? Not here? a single thing. <laughs> yeah, not very good. Joel, that's very humble. I, I listen. I got a new. I got a eight week old son. Check him out on Instagram. Check him out He's on cute. Instagram. <laughs> he doesn't have his own account yet, but just wait a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, Joel, I I really enjoyed having you on. Hopefully, you can come on in the future again. Yeah, I hope if so. you're down. Uh, if if you guys enjoyed the episode, make sure you give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts uh, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at underscore Average Joe Show. And we will catch you guys on the next one.